3: two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there and unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road, hazard protection, and over 10 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be. So we got another game coming up this weekend in London. Uh I think this is like what the 3rd or 4th. Uh who cares? It's uh, the Denver Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars who are going to be uh kicking off in London 9:30 Eastern time, 6:30 Pacific, uh 3:30 in Hawaii coming up this Sunday morning and um You know, Russell Wilson's been dealing with, you know, some injuries, you know, some issues, some little little ailments here. And uh, he decided to share uh, his recovery process while on a long flight over to London and (laughs) ended up breaking down what the entire team was doing on this flight over to London. Uh, Here was Russ.
4: I don't really get jet lag too often. You know, I don't, I don't really, you know, I've traveled enough to, to get, you know, kind of get my system down. But uh, yeah, for me, I was on the plane, it was it, eight hours flight here? So the first two hours I was watching the film, getting, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then for the next four hours, I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out, I was doing high knees and working on my, working on my legs and everything else, you know, making sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, so that was good. And then the last two hours, of, the last hour of that, I, I watched, uh, I fell asleep. For one hour, and I watched the film the rest. So uh, I felt, re- felt good to go once we got back.
3: <sighs> All
4: right, <It's>, he's, <laughs> this has got to be a troll job, right?
0: No, I don't says. know. I just if someone was doing high knees down an aisle, and I got woke up because of that, that like they would have to throw us both off the plane because I, I would be fighting. That would that would make me so annoyed if I was sleeping on a plane. And someone woke me up doing high knees down the aisle. <laughs> uh, I mean, are the aisles even wide enough to do high knees? It, Probably, in, the,
2: in on one of them big, big flights, it is. Well, I, mean, it's, it's I, mean, I, I went cool. over to
0: London with the Broncos. I mean, it's it's a wide body jet, but like they're not that wide, man. As far as the aisles,
2: it's just more it just seats. depends on what it depends on what cabin you're in. I mean, yeah, we were we were in the bigger cabin. Like, it, it's. There's there's room where they, they wouldn't have to yeah. bother you, but because you generally have pots and stuff anyway. If if they're on that type of, For me, the bigger issue here is you're kind of saying <laughs> I work harder than everyone. Bingo. You know, I, I watched the film. They were knocked out. I was doing they're, high. I'm knees. rehabbing. they they everybody's knocked out. Oh, I, I don't get jet lagged. I, I just get ready. I make sure I'm ready to go while the guys are sleeping. Like I the the the, the innocent part of me says the dude is an innocent dude that, that truly has a mindset and a focus to be a leader, to protect his flock. He's like almost like a pastor. Like he comes across to me like he belongs in a pulpit. And and sometimes when you're as talented and as accomplished as as someone as Russell Wilson and such a public figure, and and then the decisions you know like you marry a, a freaking amazing uh, you know performer and and you know just I mean she's you know she's. Desirable by the masses. So when you put all of those things together, when you're when you're trying to come across as a consummate professional, uh, a leader of of men, and it comes across the way that it's come across from from Russ, it's just it just seems like it's an easy target. But now it just. It's dangerous. He's flirting dangerously with Eric. Oh, he's being dangerous. Oh, you say? Oh, yeah.
1: He's
0: being wow. dangerous. With is that what you Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> is that he, what is you're da- he is he
2: dangerously getting close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting close, man. There, there's there's, there's two yeah. there's yeah.
3: two possibilities here. Either this is a giant troll job, and he's just busting everybody's balls, or he's one of the biggest tools walking the face of the earth right now. That was aggressive. Uh, Okay. That was aggressive. Uh, The last part was aggressive. Okay, aggressive or not, come on, man. Why do, why do you need to – first of all, why do you need to tell anybody what the breakdown of your sleep-to-workout ratio and when you were doing it on the flight? Why, and, and why do you have to point out that everybody else is sleeping while you're doing high knees? He's trying too hard.
2: But I think he didn't want people to feel as though he was bothering anyone while he was doing what he was doing. You I, know, like he, I think he an, analyzes and comes up with antidotes in the way they make sense to him. And and I mean I I just don't think he's malicious in what he's doing, even though it comes across as arrogant and self-absorbed. I don't know. It's weird. I, it, it may I don't not think be malicious, malicious but
3: but it's still happening.
2: Well, that is very true.
3: Like like there's you know there's a lot of bad people out there that don't realize what they're doing is bad. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but like he's just he's he's making it worse. Like if you're one of those guys and you see hear those comments. I and you're in, like you're on his team aren't you thinking to yourself like why what are you doing dude like why is this even why, why is this even a conversation like, why, why is it
2: even a conversation Yeah like but I mean but again he wants to have opinions he wants people to it's important to him seemingly from my perspective for people to to know who he is you know 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 how he handles things have a connection it's important to him to humanize himself to the people that are paying attention to him. For all the people that think, you know, you know, self-absorbed, arrogant, this, that, and the other, there are a ton of people that think that it's like that's the way it should be. Oh, you God. know, that's, that's how you should handle it. Or, you know, what a great example of, of a person. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know that they're wrong. He's just corny. <laughs> you know, he's just, it's just really what it comes down to is he's corny as hell. And, and and in the end, it, it seems like he's probably a good dude. And if you know him or if you met him, I would assume that you like him. He's a good dude. But he's corny. Like, he's the, he's the antithesis. He's the opposite end of the spectrum of, you know, of other guys. And, and that's, he's not really relatable to a lot of, like, I would say a lot of pros. And that might be a generalization, and I, I apologize if I've offended anyone who may hear this that plays in the pros and may relate totally to Russell Wilson. But I think he's not relatable. And trying to be relatable, I think he comes across as unrelated. I don't relate okay, to him. He, he,
0: here's, the, here, here's the question, though Has it always been like this? Because it seems like it's over this past offseason into of this season where all of this has come out. Is, is it the fact that. It's a great he, question is the fact that he 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 was like this but no one knew about it because he was in the Pacific Northwest and you don't get the same national attention is it because of you know and, and then being that Denver media market and now he's more in the spotlight with all these primetime games and different things going on uh, is it what he feels like he needs to be now that he's in that position and so he's changed his demeanor like that's that's what I want to know because again the the attention and the criticism or However you want to describe the coverage of him, it has changed drastically over the course of the past year, where now he's he's being criticized, he's being poked fun at, he's being looked at as corny. Like I don't know that people were saying that during his time in Seattle. maybe some of the players in the locker room were with some of the stuff they saw. But you know, my experience being around him and knowing him was he's a good guy. he's a good dude who just has that mindset. Of this is what I need to do in order to be successful. And I, we live in a society where you can look on social media, you can look anywhere you want, especially when you're a prominent figure to hear someone talk poorly about you. Like if you want to buy into that, feed into that. But he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear that. And he doesn't want to have to, I should say, have to. He, you know, he doesn't believe in looking or feeding into that. You know, he believes in keeping everything positive, keeping everything focused, keeping everything on the goal or the task at hand. And and there's something to be commendable for that because it seems robotic. It doesn't seem like you said relatable, but how a lot of people like kind of talked about him was like it was just robotic. Like he would get in a routine and that was his process and that's what he would do every day. But I'll be honest with you, for some people – like, they love that. Like, 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 if you're an owner of a company, you love that out of an employee. When you know what to expect every single day out of that person, they come in and they're, they're the exact same way, positive person like that, or if it's a teammate, something like that. So that, that's what I want to know, though, is just how it changed over the course of the past, like, eight to ten months, where now he's, he's being characterized completely different than how I think a lot of people looked at him in Seattle. Did you, when do you guys
2: think the criticism started? Is it based upon their lack of success or his lack of success? When when do we think it started? See, to me, I feel like it might have started, might have started coming to the surface when you had guys like beloved players from Seattle who said they didn't fool with them and kind of put them out there like that.
3: I think that's when we first started hearing stories. It was Seth Wickersham of ESPN did a big, long article about some of the, I get I don't know if it, mistrust or whatever from the organization and players on the team, most notably the Legion of Boom guys, who felt like Pete Carroll gave Russell Wilson preferential treatment. And that that was from years and years ago. And, then you just sort of see how this all played out, and then you see how Pete Carroll is all of a sudden buddy buddy with all these former Seahawks players, and I just wonder if maybe Pete Carroll looks at it and says, Man, maybe those right. guys, yeah, those guys were right, <laughs> they were right. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have given preferential treatment. And there was like a lot of people, and I don't know if the, if this is true, but a lot of people think that the reason why they threw that ball. From the one yard line in the Super Bowl is because they wanted to establish Russell Wilson as a the guy. A lot of
2: people said that.
3: Yeah, instead of just giving it to Marshawn Lynch, they I,
0: wanted
2: him to this, win
0: the come Super on. Bowl.
3: I don't know if that's true. I, that's just there, some there's speculation. There's no truth to that. Yeah.
0: dude. I mean, you were making that decision in seconds. You really think in the headset they're like, "All right, boys, this is the moment. Let's go get him the MVP. Let's do it." I mean, come on.
2: That's, a lot of people talked about that they wanted it to be Russell Wilson's his his Super Bowl. I mean, that doesn't that's, matter.
0: I mean, come on. Like what people report Levar, you call defense. Yep. Right? Does that thought ever in your head going going through your mind at a huge moment, a critical moment? This is like a blowout where you're like, hey, let's go get that guy's stats. Right. Or let's go do this to kind of showcase this player. You're talking about a critical moment of the game. It's only the clock Super management. What I'm, playing, I'm always playing to win.
2: I'm always playing win but with that being said I'm not attached to millions of dollars either I'm not I'm not attached to you know ticket sales, I'm not attached to jersey sales or whatever else sales that come along with having franchise players with, and, and most specifically your quarterback's position, I don't I, I would say I, I 100% agree with you that they're not like, okay this is the Super Bowl big moment, it is the Patriots let's yeah. put the ball in, in Russ's hands, but I will say this I also will say if I'm dialing up a blitz and the game is on the line I'm blitzing my best player. Like, I'm sending my best guy. So, if I'm putting the play that I'm dialing up on, on any of my personnel that's in the game, I am 100% saying this yeah, so is the last they play. thought
0: their best chance was throwing right there with Russell. And by the way, I would assume, like, yeah, I would like assume if we were to break down process. that play, the biggest issue with that play is the fact that they ran it from shotgun. If he's under center, the ball is in his hands quicker. It's out of his hand quicker. Malcolm Butler never has the chance to break it up, intercept it. Like that was all because it, it's the look that if you want to run that play, that's the look you're looking for. You're literally looking for There's that also specific the look of chance of how they're loaded. But you know, it's a rope. It was a rope route,
2: I believe. Yeah. Right? It, 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 yeah. it, listen, it's it's a chance of error. It, it, if if he if if Malcolm Butler doesn't make that play doesn't doesn't adjust that way that 's an easy six points I mean that 's a go to play because right. it's very difficult in man. They knew they were going to play man coverage it 's a very difficult route to play, especially in short yardage situations because it 's a very quick developing play so the the margin of error in that in that uh in that moment is is very slim. It was a, it was an amazing, play. it was a phenomenal play by a player. Just you, sometimes it goes that way, sometimes it doesn't. It, I it, mean, it, is, it crazy. is what it is. It
3: is crazy that one yard and that one play. Was the difference between a dynasty in one direction or the other? Because that would have been back-to-back Super Bowls for Seattle, and then that was the first one in a long time for New England, and they went on to win a, a few. So it just, but it's it's wild to think Mister, that that,
0: Mister, there it Mister is, unlimited. Yeah, uh, you got to be unlimited, man of the
3: people. Just, I mean, down to earth. I know that you I'm know? a great
4: football player. Hey. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be no great. And I'll continue to be great.
3: Just just one of the guys, you know, just one of the guys. High knees Hi. On, Hi. on a plane Hi. over to
1: London. <laughs> you, you don't
2: get that contract and Sierra being an average dude so i would if i'm russ i'm unapologetically going to be me and tell everybody who feels a certain type of way about me they can kiss my ass that's what i would <laughs> wow. say wow i mean honestly, pretty aggressive here yeah but i mean i'm just saying you don't you don't become who he becomes off of off of being anything but who he is so you know the people that are criticizing personally i think he's corny but in the end I wasn't there with him when he was in Virginia when everything was getting started or when he went to the NC State and it didn't work out there or when he went to Wisconsin and and revived his career and ended up going to you know to the the Seahawks and having the career that he had I know people weren't there with him other than the people that were there with him so the people that know him I would assume feel good about him and really in the end as long as his support system supports him the way that they do God bless yeah, you know and good luck and enjoy your high knee actions and try not to wake any up, that would have to get thrown off an of airplane. And, like if, it, if he woke you up. And you know by the mean?
0: way, like, by the way, if you've got a problem, I mean, you're okay <laughs> with him doing high knees and waking you up? Hell no! Just, <laughs> I, I and, just told and, you. And I, I think way, he's a core ball. If
2: you got a
3: problem, If you got a problem with Russell Wilson, just go to his office and talk to him. All right, a doors always open. Just yeah, knock. but
2: you got to talk. You got to make office hours. Okay. Now. You got to talk to his secretary. Okay, you got to get on his good. calendar.
3: Yeah, I got to make sure. Russell. <laughs> Yeah. That laugh is brutal. All right, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Let me tell you what's not brutal, the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to Iconic Keeneland November 4th and 5th. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit BreedersCup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. All right, it's coming up next. uh, Somebody in the world of football is delusional, absolutely delusional. You will hear from him. It's next Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, man. <laughs> You're susi, <sucio, Berto. laughs> Uh We're just hoping we can get uh, Burto through the rest of the show here. Uh, working uh, in, a, in a compromise situation right now. Uh, so, uh, coming up in uh, about <laughs> Sorry, Brady. Sorry, Berto's ruining your birthday uh, with uh, with some of these shenanigans here behind the scenes. Uh, he had a little he had a little bit too much of the uh, birthday food, and um, we got a problem here. We got a problem we're working through. So hopefully, he good can luck make with it. that. Are you gonna be able to make it, Berto? Yeah. He <laughs> oh, <laughs> doesn't no. seem too confident. Got to squeeze his butt cheeks. Man. Oh
0: man! Oh no! Oh, he's clenching.
2: <laughs> oh no! All it, ain't right. to, it ain't. it's not a close walk. You, you got to make a little walk.
3: Yeah, you do. Got to open some heavy uh, studio doors, too, and, and try and get through. Uh, all right. So um, coming Just up. Just got to
2: know when to stop and go. That's a stop and go walk. Stop. Go. <laughs> stop. Go. Stop. <laughs> nice. Go, 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 go.
3: Go, 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 go. You know, maybe you. if it's at that point, maybe you waited too long. You know, that's you probably he probably has <laughs>
2: like... judging by what I heard in my ear. Yeah, he probably
1: uh, waited too long. Man.
3: Um, all right. So coming up a little over 20 minutes from now, we are going to have some over unders as we get set for Thursday night football between the Bucks and the Ravens coming up later on tonight. By the way, uh, we do have a development in this game. Uh, Let's see uh, what uh, Mr. Gambling has to say about this, Brady Quinn. Uh, The betting line is now ticked up to minus two for Tampa Bay on DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. How about that? So a half-point swing.
0: I'm telling you, I feel like I remember seeing it open where Baltimore was uh, actually favorited.
3: Uh, it could have been. Um, I can uh, work on getting some of the uh, the line movement on this. But, yeah, just, it does see that uh, it's moved up over the past uh, couple hours. When we started the show, it was sitting at uh, one and a half, and now it's up to two. So I wonder what yeah, I mean, the – Yeah, uh, the,
0: the reality is eventually Tampa's going to get it together. You know, you, you can't think that this group is not going to be able to put something together – um the Baltimore Ravens offense has been stagnant at least throwing the football uh the only thing I worry about like Tampa Bay traditionally the defense has been solid but they gave up some some runs last week versus the Panthers I mean they absolutely no Christian McCaffrey no problem they got after Tampa Bay but different challenge uh this week with Lamar as part of that but I don't know man I'm laying the points you know I kind of like Tampa Bay in this spot
3: yeah so there it is what about you Sticks who are you going with Baltimore, Tampa Bay, two points.
2: I just think that this is one of those classic moments where you need Lamar Jackson to be Lamar Jackson, as I mentioned earlier in the show. And I think he's going to play well. I think he's not only going to play well, I think that this this Ravens defense, especially up front, are beginning to catch on a little bit more. I think that's going to be a problem for, for Tampa Bay. So, I... If it's a 10-point game and and the 10 points is for who? For uh, Tampa? Or
3: no, a two-point game. So Tampa's two point. a two-point favorite.
2: Yeah, I about to say 10 is a little. I would have said 10 is too high. But if you're talking two points for Tampa, I'm definitely taking Baltimore in this one. So this
3: might make you swing the other way, um, meaning uh, your pick. want to be okay. clear on that. Right. Uh, Calais Campbell is out out for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah that, so. that's a,
2: that's a could be a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, could be a little bit problem. speaking. Yeah that that well yeah that's a Yeah <laughs> that's a problem. So uh so who I'm, knows? A stick, I'm a still stick though. I'ma still stick. i am a to stick Stick I, I'm taking the Ravens.
3: Yeah, so, uh, so we will uh, have more on that game with another edition of Over-Unders here coming up again a little over 15 minutes from now. Uh, by the way, uh, any first responder will tell you never try to beat a train after braking. It can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. All right, so uh, Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov, easier for me to say, said during Pac-12 basketball media days on Wednesday, well hear from him yourself he was asked the question about ucla and usc uh, moving on to the big 10 in a couple of years and here is his assessment of the situation
0: how many ucla coaches and athletes have you spoken with to assess their thoughts on the move to the big 10. i think saying hundreds would be an exaggeration dozens more than 100 and i have yet to talk to anyone in the ucla and usc community who's in favor of the move i will say that i probably hear from folks who are not in favor Right, not surprisingly. Yeah.
3: So apparently, um, you know, making a bunch of money and being in well, a better situation is not uh, not a good thing anymore.
0: <laughs> Hold on for a second. So logically, okay, uh, anyone who's uh, in, you know, a fan of the move is not going to go up to uh, Kluvikov and say, "Hey, can't wait to join the Big Ten and leave you." <laughs> right. right. Like it's obvious that no player, or coach, anyone who's excited about it is going to actually come up and, and say that to him. And I bring that up only because you know, he he might be talking, by the way, and he's probably talking to USC and UCLA folks or whatever he's, he's trying to make a claim for. They might not, might not be the only teams leaving the Pac-12. There could be more. And so if that's the case, and you get Oregon and Washington, Stanford, Cal, and these other schools leaving, there's not going to be a conference left for him to be a commissioner of. So the bottom line is uh, he's clearly not going to speak – favorably on what's taking place between USC and UCLA. He can say whatever he wants, but those schools now are going to be flush with cash for their student athletes. They're going to get in primetime windows where USC, who now feels like they've turned the corner, UCLA, Chip Kelly's built it up now to be able to compete not only for a conference, but maybe even at some point in the future for a national title you know, they've built those programs up. They will be able to continue to compete because of this deal and also getting more exposure nationally and not being an afterthought out there on the West Coast. So he can say whatever he wants, but unfortunately he's in a position where it doesn't really matter now.
3: Yeah. He, uh, he also went on to say that he believes that the travel and the coaches' salaries and some of the other expenses that you incur when you enjoy the Big Ten, that, quote, the uh, the small delta in the media rights deal will be more than offset, and we stand by those numbers. So apparently all those flights they got to book now, that's going to make up the difference for the eight-figure uh, salary or whatever they're going to make over the next uh, – in a couple of years from now. I just – he can spin it any way he wants. You waited too long to try and figure out a plan. You were last to the table during the COVID year, and now you're last to the table to try and figure out a TV deal, and it's been a disaster, and they waited around and got a better offer to join a better conference and a more relevant conference, and they took advantage of it. Tough balls. I mean,
0: their school's going to make roughly $40, 45000000 yes. more. I mean, the Pac-12 rights are going to be coming up after the Big 12. Depending on what's left, I, I'm just... I'm not sure what those rights are even going to go for. I mean, it's it's crazy when you think about it. But um, the, the Pac-12 could cease to exist, at least in regards to football. For Olympic sports and the others, you know, maybe there'll be a conference for that. But uh, it's it could take a huge hit, and I and I don't know that the movement is necessarily done. I mean, again, if you've got people who are telling them, oh, we're not excited about this, or there's some logistical issues, okay. But you don't think Oregon and Washington, and some of these other schools, aren't trying to knock on the Big Ten's door to get into? Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh,
3: La- LaVar, the place to be. Lavar, if if a kid on your team, Chartero, comes to you and says, "I got an offer to go to the Pac-12 or the Big Ten, w- why do you tell him Big Ten's the choice?
2: It's a better conference.
3: Like it, and it just, and it has been for years and years, and it yeah, only got I mean, better.
2: It's a better conference, and and now, yeah, I mean. Two of the, the, you know, premier teams, at least one, is is going to the Big Ten. So, I, I mean, I live here. I live in, in Southern California. I, I think that it is amazing to think that I won't have to travel all the way to the East Coast to be able to see, you know, Penn State play or to see Big Ten football. And, and furthermore, our, our our chapters, our alumni chapters – are are just as strong in in places like California and Arizona as they are in Pennsylvania and in and around Michigan like if you could go anywhere on Saturday and you'll probably find more Michigan, more Ohio state, more Penn State bars, major bars, big 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 places to go uh you know get food and watch the games then you will USC – or or UCLA or Arizona anything like that. So to me I think it it's it's sustainable and it's sellable for certain.
3: Uh, Brady in Columbus is there a USC or a UCLA like no. watch bar? Okay. No. I can think of one right now here that's an Ohio State watch bar like yeah. in Southern California. Like it yeah, just it, the reach is so much greater, and and they just want to be a part of it. Like I don't, I don't understand. I don't see the downfall in any of this for UCLA or USC. Tra- you can say tradition all you want, but tradition is changing all the time. Like in in every walk of life, every every aspect of sports, the way we view it, the way we it, take it all in. I just, I don't see the downfall at any level for UCLA and USC going to the to the Big Ten. I don't get it. So he can spin it how he wants. I j- I just don't buy it whatever he's trying to sell us so it's unfortunate but uh the the pac 12 will be uh long gone look they should have jumped at ho- at hawaii when they had the opportunity they should
2: have jumped at hoe yeah oh jesus uh, what, what do you mean jeez who's hoe uh
3: gardening equipment <laughs> there it is oh, I thought there that's it what is you said. red button alert yeah yeah oh my God. yep you are running away with the with the dump button standings this year.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to buy you a belt. Yeah. You're, you're going to put on the belt. <laughs> the, It'll be the red button belt. <laughs> the no, the dump B1. champion. Dump champion. Yeah. It'll be a big old WWE, like one of those like, big old belts you have <laughs> to carry around.
3: Dump button champ. Yeah. Oh, man, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You. you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. But coming up next here from the Tyrac.com studios, we are going to get you set for Thursday night football. It's the Bucks hosting the Ravens, and we've got some over-unders. It's yours next here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
3: Dot com slash sports, tirerackcom the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. If you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com after we go off the air. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, for a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. And before we get to another edition of Over-Unders, as we get you set for Thursday Night Football, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply.
1: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing
3: you know are a lion, low life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, lead to lap. Uh, how do we do last week again, and uh, where do we stand on the season?
4: Well, of course, you want to know this, uh, Jonas. You mm. took last week's win with a uh, four to three win over the guys last We're week. Not. Brady and Lavar, you guys had three. Brady, uh, Jonas, you had four. Uh, right now, it's a close race between all three of you guys. Brady has the lead, um, two over Jonas. Over LeVar.
3: So Brady's 25 and 10 on the season.
4: That is correct. 71%.
3: We sure about that?
4: That is correct. Yes, I've uh, crunched the numbers a couple times.
3: Hmm. I don't know. It feels like something's a little off there. Maybe, oh, yeah? Yeah, it just feels okay. like some of the, uh, the calculations I mean, I, are. <laughs>
0: Look, I, I, I'd love to. Um, I'd love to not question Lee, but I'm with Jonas on this one. Uh, Lee, 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 Lee tends to be off every once in a while. So. I've questioned the past. I'll question him while in the lead, too. I probably should have more points at this
3: point. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got to be, I uh, got to be careful. Uh, and LeVar, see, this is a little disappointing here, because I think is feeling the pressure. Because he was dominant last year in over unders. I mean, destroyed everybody. That yeah, prop at monster. And now that we've really started to take this serious, it's like uh, I don't know if the nerves are getting to Levar or, or what's going on.
1: Yeah,
4: just don't care. Okay, <laughs> really don't very
3: care. good. That'd be
2: ten dollars. <laughs> That'd
4: be ten dollars. All right, yeah.
3: what do we got this week, Lee?
4: Well, as we do every week, we start with the uh, with the points of the game. Total points forty six between the Bucks and Ravens.
0: Ooh, Thursday night football. I feel like there's been some clunkers, Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say under. under. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take the
3: under. Oh, God. I, I mean, I hate to make this about my research, but, yeah, I do do calculations here, and I just want to be sure. i <laughs> take the over, Lee. A lot of injuries. Slice and dice time
4: for Tom Brady and the Ooh, Bucks slice offense, and huh?
3: Slice and dice.
4: Guys, passing and rushing yards for Lamar Jackson, 275 and a half.
0: Damn, that's a lot. Oh, I'll take- I'll, I'll take the over.
2: What does it say again?
4: Passing and rushing yards combined for Lamar Jackson, 275 and a half.
2: 275. Yeah, I keep saying he's gonna have a big night, so I'm gonna take the over too. 275 what 275 <laughs> was that
3: your pack, fan Furno 275 um, I'll take the over as well too I don't like it but I'll take it
4: passing touchdowns for Tom Brady one and a half over because I think they win tonight yeah Half. To.
0: over say it again
4: Passing Let's, touchdowns for Tom Brady.
0: One and and by the way, they're last in the league running the football, so I'm, I'm not sure that's... I think, yeah, I think that'll be over, even though I don't think they're going to win.
4: I actually, I
3: think he blows that away. Um, yeah, I'll Dang. take the over on that. Okay,
2: blows it away. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Longest touchdown in the game, 37 and a half. Over. I feel like it's always at that number.
3: Yes. Is that right? Is yeah, it always? Around it it that? seems like it. Somebody does a uh, now. Are, now, do you think it's that? That's the average around the league, and they've done research, to be, right? or do you think that Lee forgot to put the actual number in and is just going on what last week's was? I, I actually think that. it's the latter.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 It is uh, uh, um, uh, I'm going to take the under.
3: Who's the? Who, See, because Mike Evans, that was a, a drop last week. He got behind the coverage. It was. Baltimore's, That's what you
0: call it. It was yeah,
3: a drop. Baltimore's yeah, Baltimore's secondary is banged up. Do you think they try and get him back on track and make, get his confidence back now that he's, you know, signing autographs with officials after drops like that? And they say, you know, we're going to send you down the field. All right. We're going to run, uh, you know, a nice little skinny post uh, for you uh, non-football fans out there. A little skinny post for you. What do they call that? The eight route, Brady? Is that an eight route? They call that the They uh, uh, call it a
0: bang eight right. if you want to call a skinny post. Well, yeah. listen. Or you just call it a skinny post.
3: That's all right. So one of those bang eights. And uh, bang eight. yeah. I, I will take the over. I think you're going to take a shot here,
4: downtown. Field. All right, guys. Last one here. Did LeVar make his pick? LeVar, yes.
2: Come on, LeVar. I'm, I'm totally awake.
4: <laughs> to over. <laughs> I just don't <go> care.
2: <laughs> I don't care, but I did, I did make my pick. Go ahead. I did make my
4: pick. Thank I, you very I, much. I got you, go LeVar. All La- right. Last one here, guys. Justin Tucker points. Seven and a half. Seven and a half.
0: Um, i'm gonna take okay. the under that is that's a good uh, I, I i said the under of points so so i need... guess if you think he's hitting the over you're thinking on a lot of field goals um uh, this is tough
3: yeah if you because they're not going to be kicking a lot of field Do goals.
2: extra points count yeah yeah it's total course, points but that's, oh that's one well point. then i'm taking i'm taking the over then I thought it was oh. just maybe field goals. I figured he'd get two field goals am I'm, I'm going to take
3: the under because I feel like they're going to be trailing and maybe they're not going to want to yeah. kick field goals
0: at, at that point. I, I'm with you on that. that, that that's a good theory. I, I'm, I'm going to take the under, too, just as I, I don't know – I think they score a couple of touchdowns. I just don't know how many field goals they're going to actually end up kicking.
3: Seven so. feels like the right number. Two field goals yeah. and an extra point. Yeah, an extra point. Yeah, yeah. feels
0: like. The I'm right with you number. on. That. I'll take the under. Yeah,
3: how about it? So there it is. That is uh, the Week Eight edition of Over/Unders here on FSR. Oh, oh, wait,
0: we am get some college football on tonight. Man. Yeah, we do. We
3: got some the ACC, the old P12. Petros is calling the Utah game on FSR. yeah Yeah, so Utah we'll Washington State, baby.
0: Lay those points. Up with the Palouse.
3: So, by the way, uh, you got any more uh, Tres Leche cake left over for your birthday or what? No.
0: In fact, I ordered an extra one because the buddy next to me basically ate my entire one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's unfortunate. Well, happy birthday, Brady.
1: Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, you old man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. parts